Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Don't touch that dial. You're tuned in to the Dread Podcast Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on, you know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared. No. No, it's just, what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Stay alive. Maybe. <laughs> For a horror movie comedy podcast. Yeah. Here's the comedy already <laughs> coming at you strong. Oh, we're comedy. Um, we're going to tell you the entirety of a movie. Spoilers and all. And Hetron Porter. I'm going to tell Kim about a movie. And I'm Kim Burns, and I'm going to listen and try to stay alive. And happy Black History Month. Happy Black History Month. Yay. It is February. Also, to all of our patrons who are watching this, I apologize if it looks like Kim and I just came back from a good cry. <laughs> We're we both did not- like wiping tears. <laughs> We, as Kim said, people used to send her pictures and videos of puppies. Yeah, I was very, I I was very on brand for puppies. Uh, Yeah, still still am, but I have a new, a new brand that's that's coming into my world. Now we send her videos of people falling. Oh gosh, I love it so much. And I sent her one, like, to put her in a good, you know, put her in a good mood before we recorded. Little did I realize that it was just going to make us <laughs> cry laugh prior to to record an episode. So you're you're welcome, I'm, and I'm so sorry. I'm going to share my three favorites on Instagram this week. So yeah. follow us at KK Sam Podcast. Yeah. Writing a note for um, myself right now. Great. Um, but yes, it is. It is also Black History Month, and uh, <laughs> we're gonna do some Black Horror for y'all. Yay! Yeah. Before you get it, God damn it, Erica's making me wear my blue light glasses. 
while we record. I now, should but do I that just, too. It just doesn't look as appealing on camera, <sighs> which is why like I stopped doing it. But I guess my vanity should not come before your my vision, eye health. Your hawk eyes. My hawk eyes, yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually so, just put a new pair in my Amazon cart. I think I just you? need a new design. Yeah. To inspire me to wear them. Yeah, maybe I'm um, just not feeling my frame. So anymore. I'm going to purchase them. <laughs> now Great. you've just inspired me. Great. Oh, she just left the frame. <laughs> oh, I thought she was like leaving to go purchase her glasses right now. I was like, I no. think we can wait. Uh, it's now or never, bitch. <laughs> Saving her vision right now. No, I'm going to put my glasses on too. You've inspired me. Great. Great. What else is going on in your world? Uh, oh, I <laughs> – god damn it. Why do I mean <laughs> just uh, sounds that I don't mean to come out of my mouth but always happen on this yeah. podcast? Because um, your brain is faster than your mouth. I was like, oh, I felt like there was something I want to update. And it's uh, first China holds out, tits up. China holds out. God, tits up. stop talking to him. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to update my dating life. Yes. I haven't talked about it much because what I did this week was apply for Love is Blind, the show. <laughs> Kendra's very excited about it, but that's currently where my dating life status is right now, <laughs> applying for reality TV shows. So um, just, you know, put it up. Yeah. There. But also, like, I, I don't even like saying, oh, it's reality TV. Like, it is reality TV. Yes. But I'm way more on board with you specifically doing Love is Blind than like any other dating show that's out there. Yeah, I would be excited to do it if I, if I, um, you know, made the cut. Just because it, yeah, it just feels like a social experiment rather than an exploitation. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. I mean, they all started as social experiments. True. True. That's what Married Kim, at First Kim, are you trying to talk is. me out of my support? I would do Married that- at First Sight, though, too. I'm like, sign yeah. me up. Put a ring on my finger. <laughs> I also started the book Calling in the One, which mm-hmm. I'm loving, which is kind of more yeah. actually doing some personal development work to make yourself the one. It's like a 49-day workbook thing. So it's been pretty cool. I love that. Yeah. I love that. I've been – what have I been personally developing – I've just been trying to really vanquish my imposter syndrome demon. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He is a real bastard. Totally. But we're going through some stuff and I'm making a concerted effort to process my mental breakdowns as opposed to just having mental breakdowns over and over sure, again. Sure, so sure, sure, sure. There's sure. that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think allowing the mental breakdowns always makes them feel less like breakdowns. Yeah. It's yeah. the holding back and the stopping of the feelings. That's tough. Sa has a podcast episode with um, Sophia Amoroso. Uh, that's about imposter syndrome. Oh shit. I can't okay. actually remember it. Well, if it was like something that I'm like, you should definitely listen, but maybe check it out. Like she talks about imposter syndrome and you know, now yeah. she's like, she's pretty huge and running a, Large, very large business so yeah well it's definitely the algorithm is keying into my imposter syndrome because oh, they're, they're sending they're these. hearing you <laughs> yeah That's they're good. hearing me 
so that's nice to just feel less alone. But yeah, I'm just starting to, you know, put myself back out there into the acting world. And it's like, though I'm excited about that, it's, uh, you know, it's fertile, fertile ground for the old impostor mm-hmm. demon. Mm-hmm. So that's what's happening. Um, so yeah, Kim and I are just both trying to personally develop ourselves. Always. Growth and expansion yep. over a lifetime, baby. Exactly. That's all I have. We went for a hike. Do- <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we oh went for a hike. and I did my very first Reiki session on my best friend, Katrin Porter. Yes. I knew there was something that we did together this week. I know. I was like, we saw um, each other's faces. We went for a hike. Yeah. And then so I have to do t- part of my shamanic Reiki training is to like do it on 10 people and kind of like with feedback and stuff like that. So I did my very first one with Ketrin. I loved it. I felt very cleared out. She got a lot of gunk out of my my psyche and my knees. (laughs) She said said I had a lot of gunk in my knees that she cleared out. So thank you. So yeah, that was pretty was cool. Great. I felt good about it. I was most, I was probably, well, I was much more nervous than you probably weren't nervous at all. And I was like, I was, yeah. Uh, so thank you for letting me do that. Cause now I feel it was great. better I can't wait to- and I'm excited to do it with some other people too. I can't wait to have another one I'm signing up for another sesh. You're in. It's going to be great. Um, well, would you like to hear about a movie? I would. I'm excited. I don't even know what you're doing. Great. So, um, this is a movie that came out in 1974. 1974. And it is starring Marky Bay, who uh, had a recurring role in in Starsky and Hutch. I would say, like, that's, like, her oh. biggest. She was in a lot of stuff, but, like, that one I feel like is the one that people might know her the best. She, I think she had a couple um, episodes in Charlie's Angels in the 70s as well. But this is a... Black exploitation horror movie starring Marky Bay called Sugar Hill. Ooh. And it's directed by Paul Mislansky and it's written by Tim Kelly and it came out in 1974. Did I already say that? Um, quite yeah. a few times. Great. Cool. 1974. <laughs> We've yeah. got that part down. Yes. Which was, um, you know, 1974. Year my parents graduated from high school. Um, That's fascinating that you know that, isn't it? Nineteen seventy four. Okay, <laughs> here we go. No idea when my mom graduated <laughs> high school. <laughs> we have. A, I'm so sorry. We have so many dead or alive. Dead or alive. All right, just so many. Um, so here we go. <sighs> Sugar. Alive. Morgan. Alive. Langston. Alive. Mama. Dead. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Celeste. Alive. Val. Alive. Fabulous. Dead. Tank. Alive. O'Brien. <laughs> Dead. George E. George E. George. <laughs> King. Dead. 
And Baker, dead. All right. Here we go. So, we open on the credits, which is a song by the originals, and it is called Supernatural Voodoo Woman. Ooh. <laughs> That's me. Hey. And as it is... Actually, hold that thought. We'll circle back around to this, but it's very much not you. And I can't wait to tell you why. <laughs> so we are watching as the credits are happening and the song is playing what appears to be sort of like a New Orleans voodoo like dance ritual. Like everyone is just kind of like dancing around very emphatically. We have some people holding chickens, doing things that I didn't care to know what they were doing with the chickens. Mm -hmm. Seem like the chickens were super happy about it. <laughs> um, and they're they're dancing and just um, really feeling themselves. And then all of a sudden we hear applause. And I say, what? Turns out that was a performance happening mm -hmm. on a stage. Mm -hmm. And all of the actors walk off the stage. Uh, and it is taking place at a place called Club Haiti. Haiti? So Haiti. Haiti. So all the actors walk off the stage and they walk past a woman sitting at the bar, the tiki bar, and she's like clapping as they walk past. And she's in this like beautiful green dress with like a green um, headscarf. And a man walks up to her at the bar and he is a dapper fellow. Mm -hmm. He is so tall, so handsome. And he is wearing a sparkly gray suit oh. and pulling it the fuck off. Do I want him for my husband? Yes, you okay. do. But there's actually another one that I'm that I oh, have you've set already aside for, one you. Up for me. Okay, great. I do, but this one was the <laughs> second choice. So um, always looking out for me. Yeah. So he walks up to our beautiful green dressed woman and he says, "Like the show, sugar," and she says dynamite mm, and then they the 70s they, it's very 70s so many words in here i was just like this is 1974 <laughs> <laughs> and they smooch and i wrote sparkly gray suit again and they're just like really sweet like he just like looks into her eyes and he's like i must be doing something right oh. and she says <laughs> <laughs> and she says everything just everything oh, gosh <laughs> a dream and he says i love you sugar i love you too and she, <laughs> and she this isn't your man your man's coming later okay and then she says i love you too langston now to break up this lovely moment we have four thugs walk in and as i'm watching this i was like wow this is really like uh, having a progressive moment for 1974 because it was four dudes and the main guy, like the one who's clearly like the boss was the black guy. And then the three like cronies were all white guys. And I was just like, wow. Okay. 1974. So they walk in the main but guy is named it? fabulous. Well, it's like a black film, right? Hold that thought. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Fabulous, his name is Fabulous, the main guy. And 
He walks in and he says, Morgan wants to make an offer for your club. And he's just not making, he doesn't seem very nice about it. This doesn't seem like a nice business deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so your first question is, these guys come in who appear to be not the most upstanding fellows. Do you, they want to make an offer on your club. What do you do and what does Langston do? Oh, I, I should like, also who say. Who are we talking to? Langston. Yeah, Langston. I should also say. It's going to change it up. Sometimes you're going to be trying to stay alive. Sometimes you're going to be a bad guy. Sometimes you're going to be a detective. Sometimes you're going to be trying to keep your soul alive. (laughs) We have all kinds of things that we're doing in this film. An adventure. Okay. Yeah. So in this one, you're Langston and you run a very successful club that you could get a pretty penny for and someone wants to make you an offer. Um, What do you do? What does Langston do? I mean, I think we're both like, nah, bruh. I want to fucking keep my club and keep wearing my sparkly suits. One point for him. (laughs) So this is my club. (laughs) He says you can shut it is what he says to these fellows. And they do not take kindly to that. But they kind of have that thing where they, like, are very smiley but smarmy about it. Uh Like, kind of like, oh, now you done fucked up kind of thing. And uh, Fabulous looks at Sugar and he's like, you got yourself a very foxy looking lady over there. Too much class for such a hustler like you. And Langston gets really pissed. And he's like, get the fuck out of my club. And Fabulous is like, sure, brother, just business. And they leave. Sugar comes up to Langston. And she's like, I didn't love that. Like, that <laughs> was, <laughs> that didn't look super safe. <laughs> and he tells her not to worry. And that uh, he has a meeting, but he'll be finishing up around 12. And I was like, finishing up a meeting around 12 midnight? That is too late for a meeting. I'm asleep. That's club life, baby. I guess. I was never I was never going to be the club life kind of lady having meetings at midnight. Come on. So now we cut to – so he walks away from Sugar and Sugar is just – something doesn't feel right to her. But he leaves and so now we cut to Langston leaving the club and he walks into the parking lot and he's jumped by a bunch of thugs. Oh, no. And – they no. straight up beat the shit out of him uh. right there, and they kill him. No. Really? Yep. <gasps> oh, fuck. They beat the shit out of him. I don't um, like that. It was a vi- <laughs> the, the fight was very um, suspend your disbelief. This is a fight type of thing. Sure, 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 sure. But he didn't. We do, in fact, need to. He's dead is what the message was. No, I get it. So it's always like a <laughs> shot of one thing and then a shot yeah. of the other person's fist and then a shot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then them kicking him on the ground. I was like, I think you can just, we don't need a close up of you not kicking him, <laughs> kicking him. <laughs> That's how the 70s did it. Exactly. So, and I just wrote kicking stunt work and sound effects are lacking. <laughs> and then another guy pulls up. In a fancy, I'm going to say Cadillac. I don't know if it was a Cadillac, but it had Cadillac vibes to me. Totally. And he's smoking a cigar and he stands over him and one of the other thugs says, what do you want to do with him? 
And he says, it's just garbage. <clears throat> Leave it where it is. Oh. It's not nice. like that either. That's so the bus boy. Not very nice. No, it's not nice. So the bus boy saw the whole thing. And so he, when they, you know, leave, the bus boy runs back in and he goes to get sugar. Mm. And oh, no, sugar. Sugar. Yeah. Oh, God. I already loved you guys and your relationship, and now I'm devastated. I know. I know. No. Like, right off the bat. <laughs> right off the bat. We fall in love with this couple, and I'm, then I'm they sad. Kill I'm crying. Oh, no. I'm really sad. <clears throat> So she, <laughs> I'm never gonna do better than Langston. Hold that thought, won't you? Okay, you Kim, you know I got you. Okay. okay. So she runs out to the parking lot and she's like wailing <clears throat> over his body, just screaming, putting in the performance of her life, um, and doing a great job. So now we cut to fabulous again. In like a really nice like sort of penthouse suite looking type place. And he's polishing a white pair of boots. Now, here's where I realize, oh, he was not the boss. He is definitely the only black person in the room. And every other white person that he works for is a horrible racist. No, I see. see, So that's where I I went like, oh, isn't that refreshing? Oh, no, it's not. Never mind. And... All of the dudes are just, like, saying super racist shit to him. And he's, like, laughing along with it, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And they're commenting on how, you know, Morgan has a new way of doing business. If he wants it, he takes it. Morgan, we learn, is the Cadillac man. Right. Cigar guy. Yeah. There's a woman in there as well who is Morgan's chick or whatever. Mm -hmm. And she's a real Dirt cunt. Um, (laughs) Dirt cunt. (laughs) Got it. Because they're all talking about like, oh, Morgan wanted this club and, you know, Langston wasn't going to sell it to him. So he just took it. Celeste comes in here with her dirty cunt and says, how are you going to buy the club from a dead (gasps) N-word? Oh, no. And I don't know, they say something else. And then Morgan walks over to Fabulous and says, because he's like polishing shoes. He's like, you can do better than that. Make an honest N-word out of you yet. And then they all laugh. Don't like you. So we're really setting up these guys as, I don't know if you can tell, the villains. So. Dirt cunts. Dirt cunts. The whole lot of them. So now we cut to Sugar in a like a dining hall. Like it appears to be like the, you know, the club dining hall, but during the day. And she's looking out the window. And here's where your man walks in. Hi. It is Detective Valentine. Valentine. And he is, if Langston was cute, <laughs> Valentine is like 2.0. Oh, and Langston was shit. cute. Oh, I can't wait to look the pictures up. Yeah. And he calls Sugar Diana. And we learn then that Langston is actually the one who gave her the nickname Sugar 
And she kept it. She was like, that's what Langston calls me. That's my name now. (laughs) (laughs) So Detective Valentine obviously is there to ask Sugar what she knows about about his death. The murder. Question two, you're Sugar. What do you say to him? What does she say to him? (laughs) That's a great question, Kedrin. Isn't it? I'd love to answer it. Um, <laughs> what I'm thinking, and I will right after this commercial <laughs> break. <laughs> uh, here are my thoughts. Um, I obviously want. Oh, I to... guess one thing I should say because I didn't notice it until a, a little bit later. Obviously, Sugar did not see who did this. She didn't see. That it was right, the but thugs she who did it because the busboy told her, right? Uh, the busboy said because they were wearing stockings over their face. <laughs> okay. But the reason that I forgot to tell you that detail is because they may as well have been wearing invisible stockings that just smushed their nose a little bit. <laughs> it was very clear who everyone was. I could identify them in a lineup. So that detail kind of escaped me for a second. They so this question wore is, a Richard Nixon mask. Exactly. Um, so we don't actually was Richard, I don't know when Richard Nixon was president, you guys. Nineteen seventy four. I have no idea when he Question was mark. Um, <laughs> they should have wore a John Taft mask. There we go. <laughs> Martin Van Buren mask. <laughs> My birthday twin. Yep, that's why I said it. Um, so we don't actually know that the we don't have any reason. We don't know that the busboy told her. Who, who it was nor do we know that the busboy knew who they were right okay but still i think i yeah. still know yeah so that's why i'm asking the question yeah i think i definitely know my thought more is like if i fucking tell on these people do i die you know what i mean like he's right. got like literally beat to death in a parking exactly. lot which is yeah not my favorite thing so I can't stop thinking about whether or not Taft's name was John or not. And then I just made that up and everyone's going to at me. Um, so forgive me. I, I don't I actually I don't know think his, name. his first name was Kieran. No, it's Rory. <laughs> it's Rory. Sorry. A <laughs> little inside joke Howard for Taft? the same. I don't know. <laughs> so I think I'm still going to tell him. You are. Yeah. Okay. And then go into... <sighs> And then move away. <laughs> Go to Prague. <laughs> I'm on a plane to Prague. Yep. I think she does not. Question mark. Hey. Double ding. So she doesn't tell him, but we'll get to that in a second. So before he starts questioning her, we learn that that before she started going with Langston, she actually left Detective Valentine. Oh, shit. For Langston. Oh, shit. The plot thickens. Right? (laughs) Damn. She goes from one hottie to another. Yeah. And she doesn't even leave them. Like, they're not even mad at her. Like, Detective (laughs) Valentine is just like, hey, Diana, what's up? And he's just like, you know... When you started going with Langston, it took me a long time to get over you. And she's like, but you did okay. Ah, Good for you. 
And he's like, I never thought I'd be questioning you about his death. Oh. And she, and but secretly he's like, do I have a chance still? Yeah. <laughs> and she says, no, his murder. That's right. And she's kind of looking out the window and she says, do they ever pay? And mm-hmm. he says, we're trying. And she says, if I knew who they were, I'd fix it so that I could see them die slowly. So. She doesn't she doesn't tell him about the conversation. She doesn't tell him that, you know, someone was trying to buy the club, blah, blah, blah. So now we cut to Sugar pulling up to a gorgeous, overgrown mansion estate in the middle of like the bayou. Like that's the kind of environment that we're looking at. Kind of a swampy overgrown almost like a jungly vibe but it's you know the bayou it looks abandoned but gorgeous and she goes in and like it's all cobwebby like she's literally like nobody has been there and she's calling around and she's like mama mama matress mama and she's walking all through this gorgeous mansion and snake and she's just like And then she's walking around. She's like, please answer me, mama. Please. And I just wrote, may I have this house, please? (laughs) And then a rat. And it's like, and then a hand on her shoulder. And it's Mama Matress. And she is crone goals. (laughs) I'm telling you right now. (laughs) Crone goals. So she is this teeny tiny little lady with white gray hair and she's almost in like this sort of like Victorian silhouette dress, like a high neck and kind of like a shoulder and it's all black and she's just like living in an old abandoned ruin with snakes (laughs) and rats and I'm just like here for it and like just the woods are growing through the windows. I don't know. And so she's like, why have you come back here? And Sugar is like, I need your help. Mama Matress says, I can feel your troubles. They surround you. And Sugar says, I was in love. Hmm. But then they killed the man I was going to marry. And I want them dead. Hmm. and mama matress says i feel your anger and pain but what can i do and sugar says i know what you can do (laughs) and mama matress says i'm old and weak and tired and i want to be left alone (laughs) i was again crone goals This and your dream life. And it, I'm like, no, thank it you, is. please. I just can't wait. Just like I'm just there with my snakes and bats and shit. And I'm just like, my pretties. And crows. and crows and cats and all kinds. Oh, my God. And my plants that are just growing through me. I'm so excited. So, <laughs> and, and I'm very far away. Yeah. She comes to visit every so often. But then it's like, okay, I'm going to stay in an Airbnb a couple <laughs> miles away. But maybe we'll meet up at a coffee shop in town. So Mama Matress says it takes great effort. And 
Then she says, and why do you now believe? And she says, and Sugar says, because I want revenge. Dun, dun, dun. So now we cut to uh, an altar, like just a bunch of candles. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really, it's the 70s, so we don't really get an establishing no, shot. No, we don't get any white shots. Yeah. Nope. Nope. Um, nope. But we're seeing, you know, we got the ambiance. And um, Mama Matras is chanting in Haitian in front of the, the candles and the altar. And she says to Sugar, how strong is your hate? And then we just get like, uh, you know, a straight a on hate shot. Meter. Yeah. Yeah. And it hate breaks meter, the hate breaks barometer. It. Ding, yeah. ding, 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 ding. <laughs> yeah. It's just like a straight on shot of Sugar's face. And I was just like, this fucking woman's bone structure she's gorgeous. is just, <laughs> she's so fucking gorgeous. Is she, She's one of those people that like, She's so gorgeous that at certain angles, she's, like, hard to look at. Like, because you're just like, that doesn't look right. Like, it looks so pretty that it doesn't look right. Yeah. That's what she looks like. So she says, how like strong me. is I know. Me? I get that. Totally. Exactly. It's how I feel every day when I'm looking at your face. And how strong is your hate? And Sugar says, as strong as my love was, my hate is stronger. And Mama Matress says, Look into the flame and I will call on the greatest of my voodoo gods. And she says, not Papa Legbo or Dumbala or Ugaun. I've heard of the first two. So put them down. I'm going to post more to them. So she says, I'm not calling on any of those turkeys. (laughs) And now we cut to the bayou. Okay. So there. Walking through. I keep wanting to say jungle. It's obviously not the jungle. We're in America. But do you know what I mean when I say it's just a very wet, swampy kind of lush type of environment? I don't know what that's called. Forest? I I know. (laughs) It's because I kept being like the wilderness, but it's not what I mean. So it's a lush, swampy, (laughs) jungly. Louisiana wilderness. Yeah, exactly. And... As they're walking through, you know, Mama Matress is leading Sugar through, um, you know, the the foliage in the wilderness. And I just said, she is not wearing the shoes or the or the jumpsuit for this, but she's trudging along. And <laughs> I mean, I would assume she's wearing no shoes. Isn't uh, no, that she, your future? Oh no, no, no! This is Mama. Uh, Mama Matress goes anywhere she goes in her black Victorian gown. Who knows what <laughs> what's on her feet? Uh, Sugar, Sugar is in like a very, oh, okay. a very a cool like gear. powder blue jumpsuit. Oh, um, nice. Also, like no, I, I could not pull that off. <laughs> I lived for every single solitary outfit oh. that she was wearing. Like lived for them so this one was like a powder blue kind of long sleeve jumpsuit with a collar nice and we hear a voiceover of mama matress saying where does the sun rise and sugar's voice saying in the east mama where does the sun set in guinea mama where does the power come from the living among the dead mama who can use the power the dead among the living, Mama. And then we see an alligator yeah. or a crocodile. Couldn't tell you. And then we see a snake. Yeah. 
And they're just kind of like coming up out of the bayou as if they're like, mama's here. Like they're clearly like, she's our bayou. Yeah. Yeah. And the snake was swimming. Have you ever seen a snake swim? I have, yes. It's just a little little squiggle swim. And I loved it so much. So he's just squiggling. And (laughs) (laughs) so they're walking through the woods more, another snake. And... We now walk across like an old Indiana Jones bridge that's all, you know, vines and and uh, we come to a ramshackle graveyard. And by ramshackle, I mean, you know, it's very old and, you know, the the headstones were just whatever one could find kind of thing. And uh, Mr. Fogg is all over the place <laughs> now. Got it. And we come to an altar in the woods. And it's got, like, shells on it and candles and old shackles um, old sort of shackles. Okay, over them. And Mama Matress tells Sugar to kneel. Kneel. And Mama starts calling, Baron Samdi, keeper of the dead, king of graveyards, hear our call. Nothing. And so Mama Matress is like, he's a very greedy god. Give him something. Give him something. And she's like, I don't have any money. <laughs> what? And she's like, I don't have any money. Yeah. And so Do you accept she's Venmo? Like, yeah, exactly. And she's like, give him something. So she takes off her necklace. Calls again. Nothing. And so Mama's like, your ring, your ring. Just like her ring from links shit i mean that makes sense because it's connected to links and it's probably a good thing to give but also sad so she puts the ring on the altar and there's an explosion and baron somdi appears and he laughs maniacally and i know you haven't seen this but i wish you had and now i want to look up who the villain in the princess and the frog is because he's wearing an almost identical outfit to the villain in the Disney uh, Princess and the Frog. And now I'm like, was that Baron Somdi? Like, are we... I wouldn't be surprised if it was. So he's got kind of like a top hat, a cane, a coat with tails. Um, He's wearing one earring that's like an animal skull. And he's got gold teeth. So he's just like very extra and just keeping it extremely real okay (laughs) Okay. and he laughs maniacally and uh he's like you know what's up mama matress and uh sugar like cuts her off and is like i want the power to destroy my enemies and somdi kind of looks at her like who this bitch like (laughs) (laughs) And Mama Matress is like, shh, 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 no disrespect, Baron Somdi. This is Diana. And Baron Somdi says, what will she give me? Question three, what you going to give him? Do, do you d- accept souls? I would like to give you multiple souls. Okay. They're um, dirt cunt souls, but like mm-hmm. souls nonetheless. Okay, so you are offering their souls. Yes. She offers. Okay. I just I just don't know what 
voodoo gods are in the market for <laughs> these days. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, well, Kim, not these days. In 1970s. In the 70s as well. Yeah. Well, I, don't, I don't know what anyone was in the market for in the 70s. When John Taft was an <laughs> Yes. Good old Johnny T. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what can I give you? What can she give you? I, yeah. I'm giving you them. Mm-hmm. Does she offer someone else's soul? That seems aggressive, but maybe. That's one and a half points. Okay. Bitch offers her own damn soul. Oh, shit. She's like, you can have it. Take me. Take it. Wow. And oh, gosh. The love runs cheap, you guys. I know. The love runs deep. She's like, I don't even She's need like, it. I have no reason to live. I just need to kill some dirt cunts and then you can take me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bef- so after she says this, now we have these two zombie brides come in to the picture standing okay. next to Baron Zombie. Sugar says, who are they? And Mama Matress says, oh, they're his brides. And then she, like, laughs. Um, and she's like, he's a great lover. And I'm like, Mama Matress, did you fuck Baron Zombie? Yeah. That's what that felt like. <laughs> Good for did you. Did you fuck the graveyard god, Good you dirty crone? I love it. He's hot. I mean, and listen, I have no doubt that Mama Matress was... A foxy lady in her time, for sure, because she's a foxy old crone now. So we learn that he's a great lover. And this is where uh, she now is like, I'll give you my soul. And he laughs and he says, I don't need your fucking soul. I'm not interested in your soul. Keep your soul. And I was like, what? What do you want? What? Wow. Really flipping the script, God of the dead. And then we hear thunder and lightning. He then, like, looks at Sugar and he's like, you're not afraid of me? She's like, nope. (laughs) And he's like, okay, okay. He's like, so why do you want my power? And she's like, some men I want punished. Dead. And he laughs. He's like, you are speaking my language, queen. So he's like, I have an army of the dead who await your order. And he says, awake. Awake. Army of the dead. All here who are pledged to obey the wheel of Samdi, slave and master, master and slave, awake! And then we have a 20-minute sequence of hands (laughs) coming out of the dirt. (laughs) Also, big in film school in the 70s. uh, Yeah. That's what they taught was 20-minute sequences yeah, um, do everything of, in real time. Often of bands playing as well, and mm-hmm. never, never an establishing uh, wide shot. Not a one. Not a one. <laughs> so shackled hands coming out of the grounds, and then their you know heads come out of the grounds, and they're all undead. And it's very obvious from like what they were buried in that these were the uh, bodies of slaves mm. that had been brought over. Um, their makeup was really cool. They sort of like, obviously, because it's 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 a low budget, so it's like they're doing their best with all these effects. But the makeup, like, kind of, they sort of painted their skin to kind of look like bones, but like 
more uh, artistically done in that way. And then obviously they're like covered in cobwebs and shit. But yeah. then their eyes are like, you know, when you go to a tanning bed and they put those like goggles over your eyes. Uh-huh. Picture those, but more rounded and nothing in the middle to hold them together Ew! and silver. I don't like that. Yeah, I was just like, this is crazy creative. Like, this was really Ew. cool looking. So they're all rising out of the ground. And Mama Matress is literally just like smiling like a little kid. <laughs> just like watching them all come out of the ground. And so is Samdi. Like, Mama Matress and Samdi are just like, <laughs> and there's probably like 20 of them. And they're now like kind of surrounding them. And Sugar is like, what did I get myself into? <laughs> um, and I just wrote, I love Mama Matress. I want to be her. Makeup was cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Samdi says, I give you your revenge. Put them to evil use. I have That's an army of the dead now. <laughs> yep. She sure does. So now we cut to a shipping yard. And... One of the thugs that we recognize is, like, talking to – he's got a hard hat on, and he's talking to, like, you know, a crowd of other workers who also have their hard hats on. And basically what he says is, like, I have a boat of blah, blah, blah that needs to be unloaded. One guy steps forward. He's like, I have a crew. And the guy's like, I don't care about your crew. You got to pay to work. Like, you have to buy – you basically have to buy your job. So the what? guy like hands him money I to have be to like, pay you so I can work. Yeah. Come again? What's happening? Yes. What? So basically, no, yeah, no, thank yeah. you. So basically, how it works is like they're gonna get paid for the job that they're doing, but in order to move to the front of the line to get that job, uh, they have to pay off the guy. Well, that's dirt cunty. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So this guy moves forward and he's That's like, here's my money. Literally the worst. <laughs> what it's the, the worst. Fuck? It was definitely like it it's a very um I think it was a very like Sopranos thing and like a very like union worker, like, you know, corrupt kind of thing that would happen, especially when it came to like um loading and unloading ships. Like that was not a cool thing that used to happen a lot. <sighs> So then he moves over and he says, okay, now I have a ship of bananas. And this black guy steps forward and he's like, I have a crew, but I'm not paying for my job. Nice. And the dude makes a comment, obviously, about black guys and bananas, which is terrible. Mm. And the guy um, is just like, no, I'm not like paying to work. And the foreman, I'm just going to call him a foreman. I don't know if that's really his thing slaps him down onto the ground Mm -hmm. and uh so the guy is kind of like you know defeated and ends up handing money over to him and we see that Samdi was watching the whole thing with a hard hat on wait who's Samdi again Baron Samdi Samdi Samdi's got a hard hard hat on (laughs) He's like in disguise. He's just like there with his little skull ring and his yellow hard hat. And he's just like watching what's going down. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And he's just like. (laughs) 
that so much. I want a that tattoo he's just like, of like Baron Samdi like in his regular outfit, but with a hard uh, hat. With a hard hat on. <laughs> I love it. Why is that so funny? To me? I love it. Baron Samdi would actually be like a cool tattoo. A very cool tattoo. I I, we'd have to, to do more it. research on yeah before I put like a a permanent thing on your body, possibly voodoo of a voodoo situation. god. Yeah, I'd exactly. have to do a lot more research. Yeah, uh, uh, that's which gonna happen. You're gonna tell well. me in postmortem. So great. Yes, I am. I'm very excited. This is one of those por- postmortems where I'm like, when's our next postmortem? <laughs> so I can. <laughs> yeah. Um. So now we cut to this uh, foreman thug dude. Walking through the warehouse of a bunch of crates, right? And he's got a clipboard or some shit. And he's all by himself in there. But he hears shackles? What's that noise? And he says, who's there? (laughs) And then out from behind some crates comes sugar. Nice. In a killer white jumpsuit now. And this gorgeous afro. And she's like, hey, whitey, you and your punk friends killed my man. Like she's she suffers not a single fool in this movie. Stupid asshole says, you know, you got one of the prettiest asses in town. I'd sure hate to see it kicked in for accusing people. And she says, I'm not accusing you, honk. I'm passing sentence. And the sentence is death, bitch. Zombies Yay. everywhere. They like pop up and they've got machetes and he like starts begging for his life and they grab him and the camera kind of pans away and we just see blood splatter everywhere. Nice. I mean, that's what happens when you're at the point of like, yeah, take my soul. Right. Like, you're like, I have nothing to live for. So you're like, yeah, you're just like, I don't give a shit. Don't give you're like, oh, shit. I am revenge incarnate right now. Revenge incarnate. I will say our friends over at the Creep It Real podcast, which is now Let's Get Dark, at some point back in the day, this was like, must have been over a year ago, uh, did something on hoodoo. They did. That was them. Yeah. yeah. Voodoo and hoodoo. Yeah. Yeah. So I will say that the idea of voodoo in general as being like, quote unquote evil is actually also just a racist thing that's been like um, yes propagandized exactly uh, yeah but I'd still like to um do research on a god before I uh put them yeah in our, you'd still like to arm <laughs> yeah know what their whole their if, whole if vibe we, is. if we support the same vision or not <laughs> yeah support the same vision <laughs> yeah if we run on the same platforms um <laughs> but yeah they did a very interesting deep dive it was great was very informative got, yeah i highly recommend going back and it, i think it was it was like definitely like 2020 um that they when did are it, we so. <laughs> we're 2022 bitch oh okay yeah so <laughs> we now cut to valentine coming on to the scene so like on the dock and he asks the guy who, you know, got there first or whatever, the police officer, um, there's like a body there with a sheet over it. And Valentine says, who is it? And the guy says, we think it's Tank Watson. Valentine's like, think. think. Oh, shit. And so he lifts the sheet and Valentine just like winces. We don't Ugh. see what's underneath. 
And they're like, oh, well, good for the community. Moving on. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Here we go. So now they all walk into the warehouse and uh, the, the police officer who was there lifts up like a thing of grain or something and there's a head yeah. in it. And they're like, there's his head. There he found is. It. Stockinged faced as usual. Yep. No, no. <laughs> bare faced. Bare faced in a tub of grain. So they all kind of leave and Val just kind of starts looking around the crates and he sees a slave shackle? What? And he picks it up. Now, I will note, though we are in 1974, picks it up with a cloth so as not Good to get his fingerprints you. on it. I was He's very ahead impressed. of his time. <laughs> he really is. He really is ahead of his time. So now we cut to a plate of oysters. Yum. And, which reminds me. Let's go. Sorry, Sammies. Yeah, I meant to text him about this while I was watching the movie and I forgot. Let's so I'm going to tell her right now. I, I really want to go get oysters. Let's get that. So I meant let's go this weekend. <laughs> Great. You're coming over Friday. Oh, we can go Friday. I, would, I had the longest pause there because I was it like, was so long. Oysters are a daytime event. <laughs> <laughs> My brain. Well, but we could, could it took we do me a- so long. To like yeah. even consider the fact that I was like, yeah, but that's nighttime. But like, could we I do guess a, we could do nighttime. Or, or let me throw this out there because I know you have a job and blah blah blah. That's correct. What if we? What if we did a Donsk oyster event? Donsk. Mm-hmm. But more on the sk side, side than the Don yeah. side. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, exactly. Yeah. Um, um, a, the dusk side, actually. The, yeah. The, the, yeah. Let's just say dusk. dusk side. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, I'm not into oysters at dawn. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, Why is that so much grosser? I don't know. It's really, is, it's really makes gross. makes you throw up a little bit. Dawn oysters? Oh. Oh. No, um, <laughs> well, yeah, let's figure out what the fuck it's called. And I'll make a note for myself. I'll put a crystal in okay. it. Hold on. Okay, great. Um, Guys, thanks for letting us... Uh, I, please cut all of this out. Make plans for a weekend. <laughs> Oyster bar. Friday night? Question mark. Great. Great. So we cut to oysters in Morgan's penthouse. Who's and Morgan? He, uh, Cadillac Cigar oh. Man. And O'Brien, who's just one of the flunkies, is like, how can you eat that after what happened to Tank? And Morgan is just kind of like, meh. And he's like, go out and find out who's behind this pigeon head. I was like, pigeon head? Is that like a (laughs) night? I find pigeon heads to be quite beautiful, actually. So thank you. Um, (laughs) They're very like iridescent and rainbowy. They're gorgeous. Um, Pigeon heads. So here we go. So Celeste is there. I was gonna bash and on pigeons, and I was like, I don't need to. Don't, Let's you don't go need to bash Let's pigeons. Move on. That's mean. So this is not a pigeon bashing. Podcast. <laughs> it just felt okay. unnecessary. Yeah, it's rude because they can't defend themselves, <laughs> right? That, and that's, that's not the reason fair. why. Yep, we don't punch down on KK Sam. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> that's, that's why. Yeah, leave the pigeons alone. Okay. So stupid Celeste is there. You remember this bitch. 
And she's like, don't get excited. And she's like getting a champagne bottle together for him. She's like, it's no good for you. And she brings him champagne. And she's like, it's bad for your digestion to get all riled up or some whatever shit she says. And he says, you know, sometimes you convince me that I'm doing right by being nice to you. And I was like, listen, I don't like this Celeste bitch. I don't like this Celeste bitch. But also, I don't like you, Morgan. You're an asshole. And she says, whatever you do by me is just fine. And I'm like, oh, my God. Um, and then he kind of like swats her hand away. So he doesn't like Celeste either. <laughs> Nobody likes Celeste. Nobody no, likes anybody. Why are you here? Yeah. So now we cut to Val talking to a guy who's looking into a microscope. So who's Val? Valentine. Oh, Detective Valentine. Valentine. And I thought you meant like Val, a, a lady. And I was like, oh. who the fuck is this lady now? Well, I'm going to call Detective Valentine Val, Val a lot. That's so got to put that in my brain bucket. Got it. Yeah. So he's talking to a, a guy, you know, a detective guy, he's a detective science man who's looking into a microscope. And um, he asked the guy, you know, do you know what this is? And he holds up the, the shackle. And the microscope guy goes, that's just an old slave shackle. The kids find them in the swamps all the time. Mm. And then he's like, but come look at this. And he tells him to look in the microscope. And he says, these cells are dead. And he goes, okay. Like, but Val is like, we have dead, like dead skin cells. I find dead skin cells all the time. Right. And microscope guy says, no, not like dead cells, like dead tissue, like dead epidermis, dead all of it. (laughs) And Valentine says, are you telling me the man who killed Tank is dead? And microscope guy says, you said it, not me. (laughs) So now we cut to Sugar walking into Morgan's penthouse. And... Mm -hmm. She's all manners, okay? But it's those manners that are, I fucking hate you, oh, but yeah. we have manners. And he's like, sugar, come in. Can I get you something to eat? How about a coffee? And he says, Celeste, get her a coffee. And this dumb bitch says, I don't wait on no. <sighs> and sugar is just like, really, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. And Morgan is just like, terrible thing that happened to Langston. He's like, it's, you know, we were, we were, I considered him a friend. We were negotiating a deal to buy the club. And Sugar says, well, he left the club to me. Oh, shit. (laughs) Sucker. And And now I'm queen of the dead, bitch. Bitch. And so... Morgan was not expecting this. Like his face when she said when he when she said that was like what? And so he composes himself and he laughs and basically tells her that she should sell it because she's a dumb woman who doesn't know how to run a business. <laughs> <laughs> Army arise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But it's all very polite and smiley between the two of them. And Sugar's like, oh, I don't know. I think I'm going to think about it. (laughs) And she leaves and Celeste, like, gives her a smug smile. 
and then is very jealous about how hot she is and gets mad that Morgan didn't introduce her. And she's like, you didn't even introduce me. What do you think I am? A piece of furniture? And Morgan says, and listen, I hate Morgan, but I hate Celeste more. He says, Celeste, everybody knows what you are. And she's like, kind of like doesn't, doesn't phase her. And Morgan says, ooh, man, Langston, say what you want about him, but he had a taste for class. And Celeste says, class? That's not class. That's color. And Morgan says, well, whatever it is, you could use some. Oh, shit. Boom, bitch. So this was a, those conversations were very confusing to me because I was like, go, Morgan. Wait, no. But Celeste, but also you're kind of abusive to Celeste. It was all very confusing. <laughs> so cut to Celeste marching in to Club Haiti like she owned the damn place, mm-hmm. which she does not, just to refresh. And tell Sugar, because uh, Sugar was expecting Morgan. Mm-hmm. So she's like, what the fuck are you doing here? And Celeste is like, Morgan's not coming. And why don't you just disappear? Like, just give him the club. You know, like, that's her vibe. And Sugar says, this is my club. And Celeste says, don't get uppity with me. And Sugar says, uppity. Talking to you means I look nowhere but down. <laughs> yes, bitch. So then Celeste calls her a dirty N-word. Mm-hmm. Question four: What do you do, and what does Sugar do? Rise, army, rise, <laughs> hand in hand. One point for you. Yeah, oh, no. I say bring the army out. I bring the army out now. What Sugar does is they get into a fucking nineteen seventy four cat fight. Oh, and I only say I only say cat fight because that's what they were called. I don't agree with, you know, suggesting that women who fight is a cat fight. But anyway, um, but the funniest part of this. So they're having so a they're fight. they're like a fist fight. Yes. Yeah. Nice. And like kicking each other and shit. But the funniest fucking part of it was the bartender behind the bar who was just watching expressionless <laughs> continuing to clean glasses. Like wash glasses. Yeah. As if nothing is Another happening. Another day in the club. Him. Yep. And That's club life, baby. Hey, the fight ends when Sugar trips Celeste. She falls on her back, and then Sugar takes a bucket of ice and dumps it on her head <laughs> and gets the fuck out of there. Nice. And Celeste is like, "I'll get you for this," you know, <laughs> yeah, like a Disney villain. Cut to Pigeonhead, who's O'Brien, I think, and. He is harassing some poor dock worker and just being awful to him. And it was really sad. Like, the guy was just, like, really, like, cowering. I just want to pay for my family's food. It was so upsetting. And he's like, who did this to Tank? And the guy's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know anything. He's like, you keep your ear to the ground or whatever the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And then, beep, beep, a cab pulls up. And it is who we know to be as Baron, Baron Sandy. 
And he's in his little cab outfit. And he says, hey there, Mr. O'Brien. Morgan wants to see you. I'm here to pick you up. (laughs) And Mr. O'Brien is like, I've never met you before, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, I'm just a lowly cab driver just here to pick you up. I'll take you right to Morgan. And O'Brien says something racist to him, I'm sure. And so now we cut to them driving. And Somdi is just humming a little tune. <laughs> Camp down ladies sing this song. Do-da, do-da. Just being a little, just driving his little I cab mean, down a dirt road. tattoo desire is going up and up so far. It is going. great. The scale is raising every minute I hear about him. He's great. So he's kind of driving out into the middle of nowhere, right? Like, uh-huh. um no civilization around and he just kind of stops somewhere in the middle of nothing stops at the corner of nothing and nothing and somebody says here we are and o'brien says where's morgan and somebody says i'm taking you to him right now so he gets out of the car they both get out of the car and baron somebody is leading him through a field and he's like they're over there sir and he kind of points at nothing Right. All O'Brien sees is like an old ramshackle shed. Right. And he kind of walks ahead of Baron Somdi, doesn't see anybody. So he turns around. Somdi is gone. And all that's there is a scarecrow in Somdi's outfit. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) So question five, what do you do and what does O'Brien do? So now you're a bad guy. I would like to run back to the cab that I hope is still there and hasn't magically disappeared and drive away myself. Okay. And I think he is concerned. I think he's like, what the heck is going on here? (laughs) Did you write this? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But maybe keeps going towards the house house check double ding Hello. so he starts walking ahead now by himself zombies not there anymore and zombies uh. and the zombies kind of grab him but no establishing shot of the grab we just Never. see some zombies pop up and then all of a sudden he's being dragged yep 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 and uh comes to sugar Who's sitting on a fence. (laughs) And she says, hello, honk. (laughs) I love her. Remember me? And he's like, and she says, I want to show you something. And he says, I just want to get out of here. And she's like, you don't want me to do what I did to Tank, do you? And he says, you? That was you? I don't believe you. Meanwhile, he's being held by the undead and is still, <laughs> right? And and she says, well, I'm about to make a believer out of you. And he says, okay, okay, I get the message. You're not going to do anything, are you? And she says, of course not. Nope. I give you my word. And he's like, okay. And we hear... She says, oh, those poor little piggies. You know, they've gone a whole week without eating any garbage. <laughs> and he says, well, then feed them. I'm like, are you an idiot? Bow to, bitch. And she says, 
intend to. And the zombies pick him up and throw him into the pig pen and they devour him. And Somdi just laughed. (laughs) (laughs) I love Somdi. Maybe by pigeon head they meant like bird brain. Like he's... Which is also rude to birds. (laughs) They have tiny little brains. Their heads are the size of our fingers. Yeah. Their brains can't be that big. So maybe they're, they're meaning more... Like he's dumb. I'll allow it. Not that he has iridescent face skin. (laughs) Right. I'll allow it. I still am not super happy about it, but I hear you. So eaten by pigs. And uh, Sugar is just looking down as he's being devoured and says, I hope they're into white trash. (laughs) (laughs) I love her so. Uh. So now we cut to. A very lackluster photo shoot. So here's what I say. Sugar is a photographer. And she's doing a photo shoot of three models. But I was like, guys, 1974. Can y'all cast models, perhaps? People that know how to move? Because literally, I cannot express to you how much I'm not exaggerating. This is what they're doing. Kim will describe it. Just turning shoulder to shoulder. Shoulder left, shoulder right for it, shoulder left for it, shoulder just right for over it. and over again, and it's three of them. And I just wrote, but "Why is wasn't sugar that what modeling model? looked like in the seventies? Though, like it was all just like s- <sighs> staring." I guess what's who was that Twiggy or whatever Twiggy? Yeah, so it's like they just, didn't even like they there was no angles or anything. They were just like, I face. You know what? I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Maybe so these, these might have maybe, been professional 70s models. I don't know. I'm just true. saying. I take it back. Maybe these were the 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 top supermodels yeah. during Johnny Taft's days. Yeah, during Johnny Taft's days. Yeah. So um she's like, okay, that's all. Thank you guys so much. Detective Valentine Thank comes me. in. And she is now in a red halter jumpsuit, which I was also living for. And I'd love to pull off a jumpsuit. Well, Kim, I don't know why you're saying you can't pull off a jumpsuit. Your hourglass figure is what jumpsuits were made for. With your with your tiggle biddies and your pretty wide hips. Hello. With a nice pair of heels, a real giant wedge. I think I'm I don't know if that's true. Really? We'll do some jumpsuit experiments okay. later. <laughs> Okay. I'd like for that to be true. I'm not sure that it is. I think maybe you just haven't found the right jumpsuit, perhaps. Maybe that's it. Yeah. I think my legs are very short, so that is often the the, uh, defining factor of like, oh, this just looks squat. (laughs) (laughs) Squat. <laughs> just look squat um okay i hear you i hear you or at I least that's you. how it feels i just feel squat so, kim i have the i have a opposite problem of kim my torso is too long so i just feel like the girl in uh that art the clown severs in half vagina first <laughs> whenever i wear a jumpsuit <laughs> that's uh i mean it's a good thing we don't live in the 70s because we don't yeah. have to make jumpsuits fit our bodies yeah not everyone has a jumpsuit days. not everyone has a jumpsuit body so back to sugar in a red halter jumpsuit and detective valentine and 
She says, well, what brings you in today? And he says, business. And she says, it used to be pleasure. And he says, wish we could change that from the past tense to the present. And she says, maybe. And I was like, (laughs) She is on the prowl again. And he says, you heard about the killings? And she says, nope. What? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? And Detective Valentine says, Morgan's men. And he says, it looked like. Yeah. What a shame. And Detective Valentine says, it looked like punishment. Mm. And she goes, so? I'm betting a lot of people in the world want to punish them. Yeah. Don't know if you can narrow it down to just little old me. So. He says, I got a hunch. And she and she's kind of picking up what he's putting down. He doesn't directly say it, but he's like, it feels like you got something going on there. And she says, well, you're wrong about this one. And he says, "Okay, maybe you don't know anything, but I want you to be careful. And um, she's like. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't do something like that or whatever. And he's like, you can do anything you want. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) And she's like, come on, do I look like the mad killer type? And he says, you've always looked just fine to me. And I was like, let's get it on. Sugar and Valentine sequel. Cut to another dumb, stupid thug playing pool. And in walks Miss White Jumpsuit Sugar Hill. And she comes up and she's like, I've been looking for you. Mm-hmm. She's all flirty. And this guy's name is Georgie. And he's a fucking idiot. So he's just like, <laughs> oh, yeah. You chicks just can't leave the white stuff alone. I figured you were into me. I- caught you giving me the once over when I took you up to Morgan's penthouse. Um, And she's yeah, please. You could not touch her with a 10 foot pole, sir. (laughs) And so she's like, let's go out to my car and talk. And so this motherfucker, like it's so gross because like she's as far as he knows, because he's an idiot, she's like into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he like grabs her arm in a way as if he's like forcing her and i'm like no she just invited you to her car dude like you don't need to like grab her yeah. like like manhandle like her cap yeah manhandle yeah. her and then he like grabs her ass mm. oh, and- i can't wait to raise my army of dead on you <laughs> yeah and somebody can't either because he's just there playing pool <laughs> watching Ooh, what's going to happen now? I just I, love him. I love zombies so much. <laughs> so we cut to Sugar walking Georgie into her place, maybe, a place. And she sits him in a chair. And there are two uh r- Rattan, rat, rattan, rattan chairs. Like they kind of look like bamboo. I don't know what that word. Sort of rattan. I think it's. You also don't know how to say it. I'm not helping. We're both at a loss. 
Yeah, we are. So anyway, these two chairs. Um, so and in the be- between the two chairs is this round little coffee table with I want you to picture what we know to be a voodoo doll standing in the center of the table. Okay. Okay. And coming out in like spokes from the voodoo doll to the edge of the table is like powder, lines of powder. Okay. Okay. And there's a bunch of candles lit and Georgie is looking around and he doesn't know what's up, but he doesn't like it. Mm -hmm. And he says, something's wrong here. I don't like this whole setup. Question six, you're you. I mean, you're Georgie. What do you do? What does he do? Oh, I don't. I wanted to be sugar. I know. Uh, you're the like, problem is I wanted to let you be sugar the whole but time. But then, like the, but answer, the answer is just, just like raise, raise my hand again. Yeah, exactly. So this is where Fair. we had to get a little creative. Fair. Yeah. <laughs> Take away my joy. It's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, but know that in my brain, I'm obviously you are sugar. sugar. And you're getting 100%. Thank you. And I'm getting all of my revenge. Yes. Uh, I'm Georgie. Mm-hmm. The name Georgie really makes me think of this guy that I used to talk to in college when I was a freshman. I would sit out in the hallway of the dorm and I would talk to him for hours on the phone. He didn't go to school, but I did meet him at Casamillas, I'm pretty sure. But he like lived nearby or lived in – where did – Maybe Faustin or something like that. Yeah. And late at night, we would just talk on the phone for hours. But I've only hung, I only hung out with him maybe like, I met him once and then we talked forever. And then I maybe hung out with him like once, maybe twice again, tops. But I, <laughs> okay, Sammy, a really, this is the first time in history. I'm, wow, I'm genuinely shocked. Kim just told a story. In real time, on this podca- podcast, episode 181, that I've never fucking heard That you don't know about? <laughs> well, we weren't I'm, great friends yet, freshman no, year. No, we, yeah, we knew each other, but we weren't great friends yet. Yeah, that's fucking fascinating. Because remember, I lived in Scarborough, so I didn't live in, like, yeah, the, the center of that campus. you did. I lived yeah. in the dorms where it's, like, we all shared a floor. So, like, yeah. I don't know. I was just sitting in the hallway. We talk for hours. I don't know what we said to each other. I think about that now, and sometimes I'm like, what the fuck were we ever talking about? Oh, the plot thickens, though. Since you don't know, here's here's where it gets. Oh, I can't wait. Oh, my God, I can't wait. (laughs) Guys, we're switching over. Kim's telling me the story now. So (laughs) whenever I, especially back then, was drunk, but often at bars and things, People can't understand the word Kim, like a one syllable syllable word. Oh, which I do remember when that. I'm like yeah. trying to introduce myself if I like meet someone new. Just a one syllable word, I think, is just hard to hear often. Like yeah. I was like, what? So I would be like Kim, Kimberly. Right. Like, yes. Kim. And then I'd be like Kimberly. Kimberly. All is yeah. one. So then <laughs> I don't remember what happened. I don't remember why. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. But I get a voicemail <laughs> from <laughs> Georgie's dad uh, that what? says, hi, this message is for Kim Kimberly. 
Um, I don't know <laughs> what my son did to you, but I would like to apologize for him. And if there's anything that you need from me, let me know. Because I think the phone number I had was like his house phone number and he lived at home still. Like, I mean, we were, I was, okay. I was 17 yeah. at the time. Um, so he was probably young too, but like, um, so I think I just, I have no idea. I don't have any recollection of making the phone call. Like I was shocked when I received this message because I was like, what did I say or do? I don't know. But it was funny because he said, hello, this is for Kim, Kimberly. Kimberly. So that was the key that I, that was the key that I was wasted Wasted. whenever I apparently called and left a message on his house phone and i was upset about something but i don't know why i mean maybe he was supposed to meet me or something and out somewhere and he didn't i don't i don't remember what i was mad about i don't remember making the call i don't remember any of it um that poor i was very drunk during those days holy shit well story number two (laughs) that i've never heard before (laughs) holy shit you guys this is incredible but that's um Good old Georgie. Georgie. I think about him sometimes. He was very sweet. And well, we clearly had a ton to talk about. You're about to kill him. With and zombies. now I'm him. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. So so you're like, I don't like this whole thing. I don't, I don't like, like this spread. What do you do? What does he do? I'm going to knock over the doll mm-hmm. and muss up the powder. Okay. Like break the circle, basically. Okay. And get on out of there and okay. throw some rattan chairs <laughs> as yeah, I leave. Rattan. Yeah. Seems like he uses them somehow since you felt the need to describe them to me. <laughs> Not sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I f- forgot kind of exactly what was happening after my story, but... <laughs> um, she he, just has led him in here and like the... Oh, the, they're trying to the, bone... Yeah, yeah. He's suspect, mm-hmm. but I think he wants to bone more. So I feel like he's kind of like, no okay. good. That, but also like, who, like, what's going on? I'm a tough guy. I need to manhandle you. Meh. Well, you just talked yourself into a double ding, hey, ma'am. Georgie! Georgie! <laughs> Double ding, Georgie. <laughs> Sorry uh, to your dad. Yeah, where are you now? <laughs> um, also, the rattan chairs had nothing to do with anything. I don't know why I felt the need to describe them. Uh, but here we are. So rather than going, I'm in an uncomfortable situation and saying, hey, what what's going on? What is this? He says, Why'd you bring me up here? And slaps her up against the wall and holds a gun to her. It's what and we call says, toxic masculinity. It is. And that's how you get yourself killed. Bitch. Right? And says, who are you working for? And Sugar says, him. And looks. And there's And he's just standing he's on the table. And he's just like, ha <laughs> <laughs> and so the guy takes his gun and shoots him. Nothing happens. And Zombie <laughs> just laughs and laughs. Cut to them now sitting in the rattan chairs. <laughs> and Sugar 
snaps her fingers and says, when the doll is in flames, you'll pick up the knife (gasps) and use it on yourself. Oh, shit! And he says, no, I won't do it. I won't. I won't do it for 20 minutes. (laughs) Sure. And the flame is moving closer. So, like, she lit the end of the powder Mm -hmm. and it's moving closer. And... There's a dagger in front of him, a very pretty dagger. And the zombies now come up behind his chair and are just kind of standing there. And she says, you are going to die by your own hand for Langston. And he picks up the knife. The doll ignites. He stabs himself in the gut and dies immediately. Oh, shit. Oh, I love our different kinds of kills. Fun. Yeah. But he literally, like, stabbed himself in the gut and, like, was dead before he, he bowed his head. And I was well, like, to be fair, that was, was a magic stab. Stabbing, it was a magic so. stab. True. True. Maybe the magic stab was why. And then Sam is just in the background smiling. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam. Sam. Uh, Maybe just... he can be our duo um, oh my uh, God. mascot. Yes. Oh, my God. Baron's. Just little I Sam love and, and Baron Sumdi. Oh my god! Oh, best friends. Who wants to draw? Please, Mackenzie Parker. I'm looking at you. If you could just draw us a Brett, little cartoon, somebody, anybody, or Brett. Yeah, draw us a little cartoon of Baron Sumdi and Sam. And Sam, that would be great. I can't. Oh my god, that's amazing. That could be our NFT. <laughs> yes, we could sell it. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, Technically, I don't know how that works. I feel like it I, would I don't be know the, the artists NFT. They sh- they should probably NFT it themselves. You know. Oh yeah, I get. I mean, I if they NFT. would don't mind, we'll NFT it. I don't know what an NFT is. <laughs> I don't know. How I don't it know works. if it's a verb that I use. I don't know or not. Yeah, could it be? A I don't verb? know if it's an adverb, a preposition. Um, I don't know. So uh, yeah, draw it and uh, and let, we'll it, NFT let it. us know if if. If we should NFT it or if you're going to go ahead and NFT it yourself. Yeah. Just let us know who's NFTing. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, can we make shirts of it though? Yes, we will make shirts of it. 100%. A thousand million percent on the, put that, put a crystal a Sam shirt, do we? No, we do. I think because for me, I was like, is that ours? I don't know, but hard people do it all. Like, they I feel do it like all the time. I don't get it. I don't understand the copyrights. So I'm going to yeah. explain NFTs and copyrights to us. <laughs> but it seems like our yeah. boutiques everywhere put have just all, all the characters yeah. all the time. Like they always make new Freddy shirts and new this shirt. Yeah. Thing. Well, like maybe we could like, like that. Would we be could have cute someone to make a Sammy so shirt. Cute. We and it could be like we could have like a you know Sam is you know little Sam. Lil Sam is has something about KK Sam on him so that it looks like ours and same with Baron Somdi and then we can have one where it's both of them. Um we know what we could do is what? Ah, oh my gosh. Uh I don't know what Baron Somdi looks like but this is getting very exciting. We could have them um back to back holding a bat and an axe. Ah! Like we do in our picture. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. That's <laughs> incredible. Great. Okay, that was Merch Corner, everyone. That was <laughs> NFT and Merch Corner. Okay. Also, please draw it for us. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Please, somebody else draw it. So, 
Okay, so Georgie is dead by his own hand. Nice. Oh, sad. To cut to good for this, but just yeah, my, good for this, my, but bad for my Georgie. my my memories. You know, hasn't Georgie been thrown off? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm afraid so, his name is Frankie, Frankie or Georgie. <laughs> it was definitely one of like a definitely ended in I or Johnny. No, 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 Bobby, no, no, Jackie, no, <laughs> definitely <laughs> Georgie or Frankie. I okay. think it was Georgie, though. Georgie. Okay. Oh. Georgie. Okay. So now we cut to knock, knock, knock. Or no, I guess we don't see the knock. We just see, like, an uh, the outside of the penthouse door. And there's this, like, ceramic thing, pot, something. It's very pretty, a very ornate ceramic pot. Okay. And she brings it inside uh, to Morgan, who's sitting on the couch playing with a dog, a very cute dog. And I was like, do not try to ingratiate yourself to me, Morgan, by playing with a dog. No, 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 no. <laughs> and so she sits it down in front of him. And she's like, I don't know what it is. And they open it up. And it's a heart. Oh, shit. It's Georgie's heart, which is so crazy because I thought Kim stole that back I... in college. <laughs> Zing. According to his dad, I did. According to his dad, yeah. And Morgan is like, get fabulous up here. <laughs> Cut to, fabulous was the black guy of the gang. I remember. Yeah. Cut to Cal, Val. Cut to Val walking into, oh, this is also something I want to postmortem, uh, a building that has a sign out front that says Voodoo Museum and Research Library. Mm-hmm. And I was like, if that is a real place, I would like to go there. We should have gone on our New Orleans trip. Right? So he walks into a room and there's an old bookish man there and he's pouring some tea. <laughs> and he greets Val very warmly. And Val says he needs his help. And he tells him that he's now a homicide detective. So this guy's known him for a long time mm-hmm. when he was working the beat. And he's like, I have, I need your help because I think you're the only man who might believe me. And he says, there's been three murders and I can't go to my boss about what I think because he'd laugh. Mm. And he pulls out the shackle that he found at the first murder and the old bookish white guy says, IDs it, like looks at it and says, this is a slave shackle from the 1840s or 50s. Some slaves were brought over from Guinea and they never survived the trip. They died of fever and things like that and were immediately buried far outside of town in the swamp. Mm. Which I also wonder if that is true i'll fucking postmortem that too we got a lot of history to postmortem i'm into it um and they were buried in swampy graveyards still in their shackles Hmm. and i just had this this thought because like obviously this is a very like over the top b movie but there is still no matter how like silly something is there is something so harrowing about like watching a black person be told a story about slavery. Yeah. Like it's just really um you know, like the guy playing Valentine doesn't need to act 
to mm-hmm. acknowledge the story that he's being told. Do you know what I mean? Like there's yeah. just that sort of fourth wall that's broken in yeah. a really like upsetting way whenever that happens. Of so like how deep it runs. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and so he tells him that story and then he says, by the way, old bookish man holds up the shackle. And he said, this would make a powerful juju or voodoo charm. Juju. So he's like, yeah. <gasps> Wait, can you postmortem that word? Sure. Because you know how you're like, how, like, I feel it like it's like voodoo used charm. today. Yeah, yeah. Um, ah! So in this movie, he says that juju is a word for a voodoo charm. So I, I will confirm that. that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I love it so much, but I do. I'm well, like, because it's a word that we use. It's yeah, a word that we like, use oh, all the time. That, that juju. Yeah. Yeah. And like learning the etymology of it is always fun. Cool. So Detective Valentine is like, yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Like, that's oh, why I'm here. Because he's like, I suspected that. Yeah. And and the guy is like, well, this is the finest library in the world to research just that. And he says, yeah, I'm not going to my boss without doing my research. And he says, let's get started. So now we cut to Fabulous in Morgan's penthouse. And Fabulous is like, I checked everywhere boss and he's like no one is talking about these killings or you and he's like everyone is just silent about it because they think there's a hex on them and on you oh shit question seven what do you do what does morgan do i think morgan doesn't give a fuck um i I'm going to be like, ah, probably that sounds like I should get on out of here and move to Prague. Okay. Because I'm not trying to get hex killed. And I think he doesn't believe that shit and is like, Mm, go find out more. <laughs> Double ding, queen. Yum. Double ding. He tells Fabulous to try harder. Yeah. Great. And Celeste then says some dumb shit. And Morgan says, I don't recall having spoken to you. And I was like, oh, I hate you. But I also hate, hate y'all. Hate y'all. Um. And she's like, I'm just trying to help you. And he says, I'm looking at you, but I don't see anything. So you may as well just disappear. And I was like, ooh. And I was like, don't make me feel empathy for Celeste. That's not what we're trying to do here. But it appears to be happening nonetheless. So now we cut to a bar. And I was like, oh, this really reminds me of our New Orleans trip. I fucking loved New Orleans yeah. with Sinky. I that that was my favorite trip. Ugh, me I too. just loved it. It was so much fucking fun. Cause like every bar is just like old and juju-y and it's just great. So <laughs> just has that just has that charm. Juju. Yeah, I just love it. <laughs> so another It's also crony. wasn't that twenty nineteen? It was like our last trip before. Oh, no. no. We always forget about Seattle. No, we were Seattle. <laughs> no offense. We erased Seattle. It was 2018. <laughs> no, some, some offense, Seattle. Some offense. Um, 
Yeah, 2018, <laughs> I think, was New Orleans. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I was going to say that was, like, the last, like, time we were in bars feeling normal. Feeling safe, yeah. Well, we weren't in bars feeling normal in Seattle because they all closed at 7 p.m. <laughs> so what the fuck, Seattle? <laughs> what fucking kind of time warp were we in when we were in Seattle? <laughs> so it was like fucking prohibition in Seattle in 2019. <laughs> so dumb. Um, okay. So we cut to this little bar and there's another crony that comes in and he st- <laughs> He starts talking to this sweet little old man who's just playing the piano and he's so old and sweet. Mm -hmm. And he's like, what have you heard? And the man is like, I don't know nothing. I don't know nothing. Don't be mean to old people. And he says, well, you better find something out. And he slams his little (gasps) piano door on the Don't be mean to old people. And the old man is just like, ow. (laughs) I hated it. And so then the crony walks over to the bar. Guess who the bartender is? Baron Zombie! Oh, yeah! The newest Sammy! Yes. And he says, uh, he, uh, the crony walks up to Sam and says, you want to keep your head on your shoulders? You ain't seen nothing. And Sam is like, <laughs> sure. In fact... You want a drink on the house? <laughs> and he hands him a drink and he said, I call this one the zombie. Ah, zing. <laughs> and this fucking turd Ferg says, go choke on it yourself, Sambo. And like throws the drink in his face. And then zombies come. Yeah. They were sitting down at the other end of the bar and they just like look over at him with their silver eyes. And the guy's like, what? And he shoots. Nothing happens. So they come over and they grab him and they put him up against the wall. Not a single establishing shot to be had. Uh, and hold a knife to his throat. Here comes sugar, sugar, <laughs> sugar, sugar. And he's like, help me, help me. What? <laughs> yeah. What? Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, bitch. Yeah. Help you? I mean, I guess You're to be insane. fair, it's like. He doesn't immediately know. Still, you. Yeah, I don't care why. what the fuck is going on. Right? Why? I'm in the world. never helping you. Like, yeah, you're insane. So, remember when says, you told the love of my life? Nah. Yeah. So she says, "I'll help you the way you helped Langston." Hey, exactly. Hey. And he says, I wasn't there. I wasn't there. And then she says, Baron. And Baron hands her a doll (laughs) and a knife. And she starts to slit the throat of the doll. And our friend's throat Ah, starts to bleed. And Sam is just watching like, yes. (laughs) And she says, pretty soon Morgan is going to realize he's all alone. And then he'll wish he died as easy as this. <laughs> Cut to body being wheeled out of the bar. And Val is there questioning the old man. And he's like, oh, my gosh. And he's like really scared. And he's like, can God you recognize the old man? I know. And he's like, can you recognize them? Who, whoever did, whoever slit this man's throat. And the old man says, corpses. 
And he says, what do you mean? And he says, corpses. And Val says, would you be able to identify them? <laughs> yes. Can you bring old- me a lineup of corpses, yeah, please? Yeah, could you I'll bring you me a lineup of dead people? Yeah. And the old man says, if I see them again, I hope they don't recognize me. Mm-hmm. And so Val's like, light bulb. Cut to Valentine back in the library. And he's bringing in more books. And he's like, you know, this is fascinating stuff, this voodoo. And he says, hey, are there any voodoo priests in Kole Parish? <laughs> and little bookish library man says, yep, there's a voodoo queen, queen. that lives. That, uh, you know, voodoo queen. And Krongles. Krongles. And they say that she could summon the dead. And um, Val says, when did she die? And he says, she's not dead. Mama Matress isn't dead at all. (laughs) And the bookish guy tells Val where he last saw her. Like, I guess this guy knows that she lives in the old um, dream house that I want. And... (laughs) (laughs) And so we cut to Val pulling up to the home. And Sugar is there. And she's like, ah, what are Fancy you doing here? here? And he's like, I didn't know you came out here. And she's like, oh, it's nice to get away when I can. And he says, I can dig it. <laughs> the 70s. The 70s. And which makes me, I'm like, did my parents say dig it? I can dig it. I can dig it. <laughs> I need to ask them. Be like, did you ever say the I words can I can dig skip it? Skip doing it. I for some reason I can't see Pat. Can't see. Yeah. I that's sort of what I was feeling as well. Yeah. So <laughs> dynamite. Dynamite. Yeah. That one, that was all mom. That was mom just going around saying dynamite all the time. <laughs> so he says it's peaceful out here. And she says, well, you know, we never did spend much time out here. She says, we'll have to make up for that. Like, she's just like, I know you're investigating me for murder, but, like, are you just still trying to bone down? <laughs> she's like, I am single now. So. Yeah. So, um, and uh, so they're, they're, like, talking, and he's like, I've been reading up on the voodoo history of this place. And she says, oh, all big houses out here, all or all old houses out here in these parts have histories. And he says, not all of them have priestesses, though. And she's like, what? <laughs> Whatever do you mean? Whatever do you mean, sir? And that was a really good, like, Vivian Lee southern accent you just did. And she kind of looks at him and Val's like, all these deaths have to do with voodoo. And he says, can I talk to mama? And Sugar says, wow, you must really be at a loss for suspects if you're researching voodoo to solve these murders. <laughs> and then the gardener comes up, who is uh, Sammy! Sam! And he says, <laughs> and he says, I'm almost done gardening, missus. And, you know, playing the part of the gardener. And she's like, uh, he says, oh, if you want to see Mama, you better let me take you because the swamp is filled with snakes and vermin. And Look, so he kind of starts. I've officially changed my mind. I don't need to, I don't need to do research because if you think about it, Sam is actually a 
evil totally bad character totally (laughs) yeah like but he's terrifying little killer baby um yeah but he's adorable and yeah fucking baron somebody has just won me over i mean the movie's not over yet but so far he has completely won me over i'm he's fucking great i'm full full in he's fucking great and the guy that's playing him just like Knew the assignment. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, he's in a B horror movie, and he's playing the god of the dead. And so, like, he's just wide-eyed and big smiles and just real, just he's character. Just having the best time. Just having the best I mean, time. That's why I love him so much. I can tell yeah. he's having the best time. He's just great. So, Sam starts kind of leading them through, and... uh Val says to Sugar, did you know they buried fever victims from slave trades out here? Mm. And Sugar says, oh, every kid in these parts knows that. And then Mama's right there. And she just is standing right in front of Valentine, this teeny little crone goals woman. And she grabs his face and says, this man is not a believer. And just walks off. (laughs) Correct. Yeah. You're not wrong. And he goes... He goes to follow her and Sam steps in front of Val and is just like, best not to go after her. Sam says, mama is only seen when she wants to be seen. Crumbles. In time. <laughs> hey. In time, she'll find you. <laughs> and it's a shot of just her walking real fast <laughs> into the woods. And... Val says, moves pretty fast for someone over 100 years old. And I was like, again! Over 100? Yes! Crone goals for life! So Sugar kind of like, you know, dispels whatever. And she's, oh, she's just a cranky old woman. And Val says, do you believe in the undead? And Sugar says, Val, you're nuts. And she (laughs) says, but I do believe... Everyone is entitled to their own beliefs. And he's like, well, I got to go. I'll call you tonight. And Sam and Sugar kind of look after him a little concerned as he leaves. Mm. Cut to another photo shoot outside. Shoulders, 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 shoulders. Well, no, this time they're playing a very lackluster game of volleyball. Ah. Yeah. Um, In bikinis. And Sugar is taking pics morgan and fabulous show up and surprise to me they say well the papers are all drawn up for you to sell me the club and she says oh good she said great it'll get the club off my plate so apparently a deal happened and she looks at the papers and she's like i know how much the fucking club is worth morgan uh-uh. basically being like this is insultingly yeah. low yeah yeah um he makes some vague threat and basically is like just sign the papers and your worries are over uh-huh. and she says hmm how about this for my cooperation a bonus that the tax man won't find how does ten thousand dollars sound he agrees he then makes some smarmy comment about how hot she is. And she's like, I got to go. And like goes back to work. <laughs> so now we cut to Morgan giving cash to a guy being like, take this to Sugar Hill. 
right? He's got mm-hmm. a cowboy hat on. Celeste is there and she's like, how come you give her extra money? And oh Morgan is God, like, shut Celeste. your mouth. Insufferable. Literally everyone hates Celeste. So he asks Fabulous again. He's like, have you heard anything? And he says all he's heard is that they're voodoo killings. And he's like, that's a Morgan says, that's exactly what I would say if I was trying to cover my tracks. And he says he wants Fabulous to stay close to him like a second skin. Because basically he's Morgan's got not really anyone left. He's got Cash Guy and Fabulous and that's it. So cut to Cash Man. Mm-hmm. Cut to Cash Man looking for sugar in her studio or something. And he's like looking around. He let himself in. in. I was like, rude. It's all dark. And he's like, Sugar Hill. And then a disembodied chicken foot is footing around. Footing around. <laughs> yeah, just a little chicken foot, like footing around. And he's like, What cute. the what the hell? What and it jumps up and foot. grabs him around the neck. <laughs> and he's like, get, off, get it off of me. And he gets it off. So you got the the chicken foot and footin' around foot off your neck. Question eight, what do you do? What does he do? I'm a Drop the money and skedaddle. Okay. And he... Uh, that's a tough one. Just got attacked by... <laughs> by uh, <laughs> this chicken foot and footing around! Foot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um... Uh... Yeah, I think, I think, I think, I think a chicken foot footing around tends to, like, tone down the tough guy act uh-huh. a lot of times, you know? Uh, okay. So maybe he runs away, too. No chicken foot's going to tone down this tough guy uh, act. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so you he- idiot. You toxic masculinity rules again. It does. So he gets the foot off and he starts stomping on it. (laughs) But then. (laughs) But doesn't care that it wasn't connected to a chicken. No. No, he's just mad at it. He's He's real mad. Right. And (laughs) he kind of goes to leave. Right. But then he hears shackles. Mm. And he says, who's there? He pulls out a knife and starts walking towards the sound of the shackles like a dumb, dumb, idiot, dumb. (laughs) And (laughs) so then we just cut right to the zombies having him tied up to a pole. (laughs) We don't even see the damn zombies. They're like, like, you "You know, we're going to jump out and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Cut to the zombies. One of them's doing a little drum beat now. Nice. And the other one's got a snake. And Sam. Is Sam. there? And Mama? Is Mama? Th- no, Sugar is there. Sugar. Mama's not there. Sugar is there. And this guy's name is Mr. Baker, and he's all tied up. And he says, no, no, I have the money. I have the money. And he hands it to her. And she takes it. And then she says, meet Berenson. <laughs> and she says, what he's going to do to you won't cost you a cent. And Baron is like, it's on the house. 
And the zombies pick him up and they take him over to a coffin that is filled with snakes and they throw him in. Nightmare. These deaths are nightmare chef fuel. <laughs> I hate that. And then and then just to throw just to throw salt in a snake bite, she throws the money in the coffin with him and she says, see if this buys you anything where you're going. <laughs> no. So she's just like feeling herself. I just I love, love how like everyone is just feeling themselves. So now we cut. So we're almost we're almost we got no people left. We got Fabulous and Morgan. Everybody else is dead. We are just checking them off the list. Nice. So now we cut to Sugar in Morgan's penthouse again. And she's like, I waited all night for your man and he never showed. (laughs) And Morgan says to Fabulous, he says, come up with Baker or the money and like sends Fabulous out. And... Uh, Sugar says, are you trying to shuck me? And he says, how do I know you're not trying to fool me? And uh, and he's like, because of Langston, you have no reason to like me. And I'm like, did you just fucking admit to me? <laughs> yeah, right. Langston? I think you did. Um, and she says, oh, I can think of 10,000 reasons to like you. <laughs> She's trying to get another $10,000. $10, and... He tells her to sit down and like grabs her thigh. Ew. Starts like no. rubbing her thigh. Oh my God. And I he's can't wait like, to kill you. Yeah. And he's like, I wonder if you could persuade me. Ew. Fuck off. And she's not having it. She She's sitting like on the edge of the couch, you know, like just very still, not yeah. having it. Yeah. So he gets impatient, grabs her by the throat, and like throws her onto the couch and is like, if I find out you're bamboozling me, blah, 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 throws her back, blah, 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 whatever the fuck, just being a dick. So she leaves. Uh, cut to Sugar at a massage parlor talking to a massage girl. And the massage girl, her name is Lamour, says, I don't know. That seems like a lot of money for a practical joke to play on your friend. And then she picks up the phone. Excuse me one second. Lamore's massage. Yes, we're open till six. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Puts it down. And she says, I don't know if I should do it. And Sugar says, how about $100? She's silent. $120. I'm convinced. (laughs) And... Uh, she Sugar says, are you sure he'll be here? She says, Mr. Fabulous hasn't missed a Thursday in six mm. months. Mm. Cut to Fabulous coming in to Lamore's massage parlor. And who is there to check him in, Kim? <gasps> Sandy! Hey. Sam says, your regular girl Opal is sick. Frenchie will take care of you. So now we cut to Fabulous on the table, and Sugar comes in, but he doesn't look up, okay? Right. Now, to be fair, I don't. I never look to see, like, any, yeah, a fucking monster could do <laughs> that. very there, true. Me a like, <laughs> oil me <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so Fabulous me. is no different. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she starts rubbing on him and then says, hey, 
how about I get some more girls in here to work on you? Mm. <laughs> and he's like, ooh. And then he kind of lifts a little bit off the table from his boner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she walks back and we see that she like pretends to close the door, like just stands there, opens it and closes it. So he hears the door open and close. Mm-hmm. And we see zombies creeping out from behind the curtain, but he doesn't look up. And they start scratching his back. And he's like, oh, hey, stop that. Hey, I don't like it. Your hands are cold. Hey, finally turns over. Zombie ladies and they strangle him very quickly. (laughs) And he's dead. Guess who's left, Kim? Morgan. One man left. So now we cut to Valentine talking to his boss and he's being like, listen, I know I sound crazy, but dot, dot, dot. And the boss is like, this is just, it's a gang war. And he's like, I mean, but we don't know who the other gang is. And Val is like, we and Morgan have come up empty because he makes a good point. He's like, it's not just us looking. Morgan is also trying to find out who murdered his men and he can't figure anything out either. Right. So Val is like, he came up empty too. And the boss is like, so clearly Valentine has said, like, this is what I think it is, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. So question nine, what do you do? What does the boss do? Or tell Valentine to do? I mean, I think the police boss is like, I don't believe in that voodoo, that voodoo hoodoo stuff. Yeah. Um. Like, let's do some real police work. See? <laughs> <laughs> and what is what is Lieutenant Burns? Lieutenant Burns, Burns is like, well, look, I think you're right. Uh, I hear you. I see what I'm picking up what you're putting down. But okay. at the end of the day, this voodoo army seems to be doing us a favor. So I think we just... Let it ride, as they say. (laughs) Well, I love that (laughs) storyline. One point for you. Go the boss. Take the day off, Valentine. You're doing great work. (laughs) Looks like your job is being done for you. Uh, The boss should have given him a little bit more credit because he says, okay, check out the voodoo angle, but do it quietly. Oh, right. Okay. The quiet angle. Got it. Yeah. (laughs) So now we cut to Mama and Sugar in her ritual room. And Mama is chanting in Haitian. And Sam is there. And Sam asks Sugar if she likes Detective Valentine. Oh. And she says, yes. And Sam says, he likes you too. Mm -hmm. But he's on to you. Mm-hmm. What you gonna do? Sugar says, that's why we're here. We're gonna stop him, but not kill him. Question 10, what do you do? What does she do? I think I'm gonna do a spell that erases his memory of this. So he like forgets that he's on to us. And lets it go. Okay. 
they are gonna do a spell, but they're gonna maybe the same or maybe like put him to sleep or something or um what'd she say we're gonna we're gonna stop him but not kill him yeah so maybe they like put him to sleep for a little while until they're done their business that's one and a half points she takes a big risk here mama hands sam a voodoo doll Mm mm-hmm We then see simultaneously Val walking down a flight of stairs, back to Sam holding a needle, stabs the needle into the voodoo doll, Val grabs his leg and falls down the stairs. Okay. Cut to Val in the hospital and Sugar coming to visit. So didn't put him to sleep. But took him out of commission. All right. Yeah. So he has broken his leg. He's in a wheelchair. He's wheeling around. So he's fully conscious, knows exactly what's happening, but his leg is broken. And he's like, it's strange. The docs say my leg is broken. I see that my leg is broken, but I feel no pain. (gasps) Ooh, fascinating. And Sugar's like, okay, well, I got to go. Bye. Bye. And Valentine says, Diana, I have a pretty good idea of what's going on. I don't know how involved you are, but... And she goes, I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) And leaves. Cut to... So he's out of commission. Mm -hmm. But I was like, he fell down a flight of stairs. He could have broken his neck quite easily. Could have been bad. But I also just feel like Sugar's like, I don't give a fuck. I mean, like... (laughs) yeah." It would be cool to bone down, but I also just try to give my soul to the God of the Dead. So what do I <laughs> yeah. care? My so, love, Langston, has been murdered. Yeah, exactly. Um, and that's so all now that we, matters. It is all that matters. So now we cut to Morgan and Celeste. That's all that's Let's left. get rid of these dirt cunts. Celeste answers the phone. It's Sugar. Morgan grabs the phone from her, and Sugar says on the other end of the phone, I'm not selling anymore. Question 11, what do you do? What does Morgan do? I'm Morgan, and I'm on the phone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sugar has called you from a payphone saying, remember how I said I was going to sell? I'm not going to sell. I mean, I think he, like, loses his mind, like... What are you talking about? You're okay. obvi- you have to sell to me. I'm king of the world. <laughs> um, and I'm like, interesting choice. I, uh, I accept. I was actually going to move to Prague anyway, so it's fine. Okay. <laughs> That's one and a half points. He does lose it, but he goes one notch crazier. And he says, I'm coming to you. And he says, where are you? She says, well, I'm not at my studio. I'm at my place on Hill Road. Like he, she's just like, come and get me, bitch. Mm -hmm. Cut to Celeste and Morgan pulling up to my dream home in their car. 
Celeste is like, I'm not going in there. So Celeste stays in the car. Cut to Morgan walking through the house calling for sugar with a gun. Cut to Celeste in the car being scared of bird sounds. (laughs) (laughs) Cut to Morgan walking through the house being like, bitch, where are you? And this back and forth goes on for 20 minutes, as you know. Cut to Celeste lighting a cigarette. Back to Morgan, and we see as he walks by a zombie shadow following him. (laughs) And then we hear a gunshot! Back with Celeste, who also hears the gunshot, and she's like, what? And then zombies Uh. pop up on either side of the car, and they push through the windows, and she's like, ah, 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 and drag her out of the car. Yay! Back in the house, we see... That Morgan was cornered by zombies, and that's what he was shooting at, obviously. So he had been running away from the zombies, and he's now cornered in a room where all of the zombies, Sam, Sugar, and Mama, as well as all of his dead colleagues smiling at him, sitting around a table. And we just go around to each of their creepy smiling faces until we end up on Sugar, who's just holding a lantern, smiling as big as can be. (laughs) And he backs up and he's like, no, no. And then a cat jumps out of the rafters and he's like, ah, and he jumps out a window. Oh, shit. Crash. Falls, you know, in the front of the house. Question 12, what do you do? What does Morgan do? Uh, I'm going to run to my car and, like, drive away. Okay. Either tries to run to his car as well or he's like, you can't stop fucking me. <laughs> you can't stop fucking. You can't stop fucking me. <laughs> you can't stop fucking me. <laughs> um, but which is it? Uh, last time I said he ran and he didn't run. So I'm like, does he run? Does he not run? Um, I'm going to go with, uh, you can't stop fucking me. (laughs) Final answer. One point for you. Uh, I wish he was screaming, you can't stop fucking me. I also, what an idiot, run to your car and drive off. He runs into the woods, runs into the swamp woods. He just like runs away, but not like... Just literally runs just away. Not like. into the yes, yeah. Oh, so his guy, he, he, like he may as well have just been like, "Bye, car!" Like it was right <laughs> fucking there. So now he's like running through the woods, and he's wading through the bayou, and he's running through the swamp woods, and zombies are just popping up everywhere. And he tries shooting at him, but he's cornered. And now sugar pops up. And he calls her a bitch and tries to shoot her. But the gun is jammed. And I was like, lucky break, sugar. Unless you maybe put a voodoo Uh, spell on the gun. No, that was magic. Yeah, put a voodoo spell on the gun. 
And Sam comes up and is like, good evening, Mr. Morgan. Best friend. And he says, pity our first meeting shall also be our last. And Sugar says, you're all alone now, Mr. Morgan. Show us what a big man you are. And he tries to run and Sam laughs and laughs. He has nowhere to go. And then he runs and he stumbles and he falls into a quicksand pit? Ooh. I mean, I it looked like watery, watery quicksand. I think he fell into a quicksand pit. <laughs> I saw a meme recently that was I know like, which one you're going to talk about. Say it. I love it. I thought of this too. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Growing up as a kid in the 90s, like something like quicksand. I thought quicksand was going to be a way bigger problem. (laughs) That's exactly, exactly. (laughs) Happened to people in movies and stuff. There was always quicksand. There was always a quicksand problem. So there was also a quicksand problem in this movie. So I really thought I would need to be prepared for that in life. Yeah. So... He's calling for help. Nobody's helping. And they just watch him drown slash get pulled under. Sam laughs and laughs. And then they all just kind of walk away like, well, did that. Like, no, just kind of like, oh, OK, here right, we go. On with our day. And Sam is like, OK, well, that's done. You destroyed them all. <laughs> Fantastic. And Sugar says all but one. Celeste? Oh, nice. And Sam says, what do you plan to do with her? Question 13. What do you plan to do with her? What do I plan to do with her? I'm trying to remember something that, like, she said that I could, like, give back to her. But I can't remember anything, obviously. <laughs> so. Now, why are you trying to remember shit, bitch? <laughs> <laughs> That's not our vibe. <laughs> I'm like, is it something that I should know? Or it's, like, a random idea? It is. But it was, like, all the way back at the beginning of the movie. Okay. Um, I don't know. So I'm just going to say hand in hand, weed lighter on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give you zero points. I Normally, I'm all for lighting Celeste on fire. Listen. <laughs> but what they come up with is just too good. So Sam says, what do you plan to do with her? And Sugar, if you remember, I offered don't. her soul to the great lover. Oh. And she says, your payment. And he says, oh. Well, I'd prefer to take you as a bride, but she'll do. And she says, a gift for you. Ah, and he says, sweet. and a gift for you. And gives her his cane, which is like, whoa, you know. One of his yeah. trademarks. And the zombies have Celeste. And then Sam just picks her up real easily. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> and she's just like, ah, ah, ah. And then they disappear into Mr. Fog as she screams. <laughs> Bye, bitch. <laughs> then Mama and Sugar are just smiling. And Sugar says, it's over, Mama. You can rest now. Aww. Supernatural voodoo woman. <laughs> Credits. 
Alexa. Yay! Oh, I loved it so much. It was so great. And we met a new Sam. Oh my gosh, we met a freaking new mascot. This is I know. huge. This is a it's big really deal. Huge. It's a this really is a big, big deal. fucking deal. Yeah, yeah. Episode 181, new official mascot. mascot. Wow. Episode 10 and 181. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, why am I not a supernatural voodoo woman? Because I don't see you being ruled by revenge. Fair. You know? Fair. You're just too evolved for that. I guess so, but can you're I be? You're constantly telling me to not take revenge on my enemies. No, yeah, no, I get it. I, you're yeah. you're right. You're not wrong. I'm just like, yeah. but can I be a supernatural voodoo woman that does good things? Yes. Thank you. You can. You are. So you are a supernatural voodoo, voodoo woman. Yay. Right. Adding that to my non-playlist. Great. All right, let me tell you. One day I will create. <laughs> Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streamed. Polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Oakley Doakley, Ms. Burns, or should I say Miss Samdi? Mm-hmm. I'm honored. Uh, for Dead or Alive, she got 6 out of 12. Respectable. Great for me. Yeah. I'll take for it. For questions, you got 17 out of 26. For a total like I of. Did better than that. Okay. I go did on. too, honestly. <laughs> for a total of 23 out of 38, bitch. Man, it's not that great. I felt like I did better. Maybe I was I just in pure joy the whole time. So it I just think that's felt what it like was. I was winning. I my, yeah. in my soul, I was winning. Yeah, in your so soul, it felt like my my you got a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, was just like literally floating with the <laughs> with in, in joy with nah. Baron Samdi. Um, laughing, was, we were just laughing away. It was just a gay old romp. It really was. <laughs> I loved it. That was so fun. It was really fun. Oh it was gosh. really fun. How exciting. It was definitely like a B black exploitation movie, but it was just like everything that it was supposed to be. And it was great. I mean, it sounded really fun. I had a yeah. great time. It was fucking, it was fucking awesome. And I just was not expecting like, a character like Baron Zomdi to just be there the whole time. <laughs> so like, I was just like, this is such a treat. It was just wonderful. <laughs> oh, so delightful. I'm excited to go look up pictures of everyone. Yeah. So this was our first. Is this our first? Yeah, this is our first installment for Black History Month. Yes. Um, we're bringing you some some black horror. Yes. Um, Next week, I will times probably this. doing Scream, though. Sure. Yeah. Um, but then we'll bring but, it back. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm so excited to hear about Scream. And then do some. Well, you know what? We got lots of good shit coming for you. Okay, yeah, you I'm not sure even do. gonna fucking tell you. I'm just gonna. We tell don't even you. need to tease it. It's gonna just, be great. It's just gonna be awesome. Um, so let's see. Do us a favor. Follow us on all the things. Um, at KK Sam Podcast. We also have a TikTok, guys, and we never promote the TikTok, but we have a TikTok. Um, and we'd love it. 
if you followed it because <laughs> sometimes and by sometimes I mean always we're shadow banned for uh, not observing community, community guidelines. guidelines. Yeah, because we're old and we don't know the things that we can and can't say or we're do just or be. We're too hardcore. What can we say? We are. We're too hardcore <laughs> for TikTok. So if you could just go and follow us on TikTok, that would just really yeah. stick it to the algorithm. <laughs> um. And we also have a Patreon where you can watch our episodes and we get lots lots of other bonus content, all that kind of shit. We have merch. We're going to be making some new merch. Um, and our Facebook group, Sammy Stay Alive, maybe. maybe. So this has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. <laughs> Until next week. Stay alive! Supernatural voodoo woman. Thank you for listening to the Dread Podcast Network.